0: Hey, all right, everyone. Welcome to episode number 30 of Heal Thyself. 30 episodes in the books, 30 episodes down, 30 episodes with your support. I do appreciate it. I say it every show because I truly do. Thank you for reading. Thank you for reviewing. Thank you for subscribing, giving us love, showing us love, supporting the vision, the cause, and empowering each other. I love you all. Now, check this out. I'm going to go into this knowledge bomb because I feel it is so important for everyone out there to start bringing in this practice to their life because it's life-changing. It changed my life and it can change anyone's life so long as you start dedicating yourself. So we are going to go jump right into the knowledge bomb and we're about to explode with this knowledge. All right, I want to talk to you about one of the most important interventions I've ever done in my life. Now, if you remember the last show, that was a little bit about meditation. And this can incorporate meditation, but it's something as a whole. It's an understanding as a whole. It's something really powerful that I really think that you all should be incorporating into your life. Okay, what this is, is the power of a morning practice. What is that? What's a morning practice? What does it mean? How does it work? Well, morning practices are when you reserve time every morning before you start getting into your other routine of running out of the house, getting in the car, going to work, there's a sacred opportunity we have every morning. And within that sacred opportunity, we have so much control over our day. A lot of us, and and I've been guilty of it many times, wake up, grab our phone, start either going through social media, checking our mails, checking our texts, answering, then get out of bed, drag ourselves to the sink, brush our teeth, drag ourselves to the shower, you know, then go eat breakfast if we do, and then we get in the car and leave. And that's okay. But what you're doing is missing the opportunity to take control over so much of your human experience. So much power is in the morning. And I want to share with you a few things. Okay. So one thing that I always say is if you want to change your life, change your morning first and foremost. Okay. Because that sets the tone. You understand that a lot of the way we create go through life go through this human experience perceive life is based on our frequency right i always say this i've been talking about this since 2007 we are like antennas and when you shift the radio frequency in your car you know sometimes you'll hear a little bit of static and you're like oh no that's my favorite song by nelly i think it sounds like hot in here but it but it's it's static and you can't really hear it and then you finally get the right station right? Instead of being like 97.1, you're at 97.3, but you kind of hear it. Once you get to 97.1, it's nice and clear. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to help you all have that broadcasting, uh, broadcasting signal that is clear, that is strong, right? So you are in line, what I call alignment, where you are in line to be able to create so many things in your life. So there is, um, there is a, the, the theory of human willpower, right? And the theory of human willpower is basically... We wake up with the most amount of willpower that we can have in the morning, right? And it it fluctuates throughout the day, much like cortisol and probably attached to cortisol. Cortisol is the highest in the morning. So there's a willpower, right? Which is the reason why, I mean, how many times has it happened to me? I go, oh, yeah, I'll go to the gym at night. It's fine. I'll go after work. I don't ever end up going to the gym after work. But it's so much easier to get up, get dressed, leave the house and go to the gym in the morning. And that's because there's the theory of human willpower. It is highest. Our cup is is, is ready. It's empty. It's ready to be filled up, filled up, filled up with all the other things throughout the day. But we have a new start every morning. So that, that theory of human willpower, pay close attention to that because we are most susceptible to making changes right when we wake up, all right? So um, what we can do is basically pay the biggest attention on what is overwhelming our mornings, right? We have to make key decisions in the morning because we drain our energy pretty fast. And this is why you, you'll you hear and read about all of these uh, CEOs and leaders having morning practices that are very specific, very much so accurate to what they want to do, because they don't want to waste any energy in other things. And this is what I heard, like why Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook always wears the same outfit, is because he doesn't want to put any mental energy in picking an outfit, because he understands he, throughout time, if you're doing that every single day, every single day, every single day, that's taking away from that mental energy for the whole day. If you believe that, sure, if you don't believe that, okay, but I think it's pretty interesting. Regardless, what I'm trying to say is you need to create a routine, you need to create a flow right? And that's something that needs to be dictating your morning. Now consider this, when we wake up, our brain, our brain in general fluctuates in different stages throughout the day in our waking life, when we're meditating, when we're relaxed, when we're sleeping, when we're daydreaming, there's all different waves, right? Alpha, beta, theta waves. In the morning, we our brain is operating at an alpha wave. Alpha waves mean that it's most relaxed and most contemplative, right? So in that moment, we should take advantage because we are just waking up with our brain putting op- opening the doors for us to really go and dive deep. So this is the perfect time for mindfulness. This is the perfect time for looking within right? This is the perfect time where we can access our subconscious. You know that subconscious that's all stored all over our body that is dictating a lot of these things. It's like an iceberg, right? And then you see the tip of the iceberg and then under is your whole subconscious. Well, this whole subconscious is really a big driver of your life. So you really need to get in touch with it and see what's, what is sponsoring so many of your thoughts, words, and actions. So let's start. For me, my morning looks like this. I wake up, Sometimes, uh, not lately, but I do recommend having a journal by you, right? Because like I said, remember, you can access your subconscious because when you wake up, you're, the, you're in the best contemplation state. So you grab that journal and you can write. And what you're doing is if you're doing it 10 hours later, you're not accessing that peaceful alpha brainwave state where you can write down some deeper stuff. And that's so important, right? I'll get up. Um, so I'll, 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 I'll journal. For, for me, the key is to get out of bed right? It's easy to stay in bed because uh, what you want to do is all of a sudden get real comfortable, get on your phone. So I get out of bed, I'll make it and then I'll journal. I have a little desk area. Once I'm out of bed, I'll move around. I'll move my body, move my joints, start drinking water, have to drink water in the morning. We are most dehydrated in the morning, right? We lose the most water throughout night. So you have to have to, for me, I drink about a liter of water before I even leave the house, right? Then I'll do my ritual with uh, dry skin brushing, I'll brush my teeth, I'll take a shower, hot and cold, and then I'll get out and I'll do some meditation, visualizations, affirmations, gratitudes. That's the way I design it. Now, I'm going to help you design your morning, and I'll give you some really good tips if you're not good at following uh, routines, But remember, your morning is sacred, right? Because this is the time that the outside world, it's one of the only times in your whole day the outside world is not influencing you, right? And look, I'm talking from me not living with kids or wife or anything, so I have the luxury of being by myself in the morning. But you can still create alone time in the morning as best as you can, even if you have a full family or kids running around. Um, take, Take whatever time you can in the morning to have that without the outside world influencing your thoughts and words and actions, right? It's a must, it's a must, it's a must, okay? So the number one monkey wrench is your phone. Do not grab your phone, keep it on airplane mode, right? If the the alarm goes off, don't put it on snooze, right? You're already setting the tone for procrastination. If your alarm goes off, wake up, don't go through it, leave it on airplane mode. I actually have the red light filter on my phone, so the stimulus of the colors are not drawing me in, right? One thing that I do... As soon as I get up is I open up the blinds and what I do is I let the sun hit my face. By letting the sun hit your face, you're actually activating something called the cortisol awakening response. The cortisol, awakening, cortisol is supposed to be very high in the morning and it's supposed to drop down throughout the day. Right? So that's gonna be really important at setting the tone and rhythm throughout your whole day. So what I do is I go straight to the window, open it up, let the sun hit me, okay? How can we start incorporating it? Well, I wanna talk about something called habit stacking, and this is based on BJ Fogg's Tiny Habits Program. So habit stacking is like this, before or after blank, I will blank, right? Because if you have ambiguity and saying, well, t- 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 I'm going to get in tomorrow morning, I'm just going to get in some visualization. Tomorrow morning, I'm just going to get in some meditation. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to get in some movement or yoga. Well, for, for folks like me, I need a plan to execute it. Otherwise, if it's ambiguous, it ain't happening. So it's nice because what this helps is establish simple rules for intervention, right? So you want to be very clear on what your morning rituals are and what you want to add uh, and and so you can do them each day properly, right? You wanna execute them. So make sure you pick a proper place when and where because setting counts, you can't just say, tomorrow I'm gonna do meditation at some point, tomorrow morning I'm gonna do visualization visualization at some point. Instead saying, tomorrow I'm going to meditate in my room for, tomorrow I'm going to visualize in my front yard in the sun for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it is. But habit stacking is basically like this. There's things that you always do in the morning, whether or not you do your rituals, right? For me, I'm gonna brush my teeth. For me, I'm gonna shower. Right for me, I'm gonna make my bed. Those are three things that I've always done for a very long time. So what you do is you you stack your habits around those pillars of your mornings that you would do without rituals. Right. So instead, uh, so I'll wake up, make my bed. One of the first things I do, but I know that I'm gonna do the cortisol awakening response. Right. Two things before I make my bed: cortisol awakening response and drink drink my water, drink a ton of water. Those two things are down, then I can go to, I stack those two habits on top of a pillar that I do. Then I know that I'm gonna brush my teeth after making my bed, so let me add in a ritual over there. So I'll do a dry skin brushing, right? So already three rituals are done before I even brush my teeth. Then after I brush my teeth, I'll say um, whatever ritual. So I can say after I brush my teeth, I'll journal or something, right? So I'll do the journal and then I'll get into the shower. And then after I shower, I'll do meditation visualization. So what you do is you see, you ha- I have personally those three pillars and I've stacked two, three, four, five, six things around them. And then that makes my rituals much easier because I have I have uh, fixed habits of which i can start working around which is really nice it reduces the friction in the morning reduces mind energy right you remember i talked about wasting your energy you do not want to be standing up in the middle of your room and going, Man, what should I do now? You know, no, it should be fixed so you know how to flow through your morning, okay? Because a body loves routine, it is so incredibly adaptive. We are made to adapt. It takes 66 days to create a habit, right? So, 66 days if you can do this for 66 days straight, get a whiteboard, write in 66 tick marks or a calendar, and make sure you're checking off 66 days. Without fail, do 66 days. I promise you that this will be part of your life the rest of your life. Start with 15 minutes. 15 minutes, that's all it takes. This morning, I took 45 minutes, right? 45 minutes. I went in my front yard and I meditated, right? But consistency and accountability is so important for us, Right? Remember, consider the monkey wrenches that I talked about. Your phone is a monkey wrench. You do not want that as part of your morning routine. Take an hour and don't even open your phone because what that does, I promise you, is that sets the tone for how you check your phone throughout the day because the days that I don't check my phone in the morning are the days that I am not addicted and drawn to my phone like I am if I wake up and grab my phone. So uh, remember snoozing, that can perpetuate procrastination, right? Consider some easy interventions that you can make. Remember I said, making your bed, right? Uh, Doing affirmations, doing gratitude. Those are easy things, right? They don't take much time. They don't take much brain energy. So ask yourself these few questions before you even start a routine. What does an ideal morning look like to you, right? How much time do you need to create that ideal morning? And what habits can you stack onto already existing acta- activities? Remember, those are three important things. Remember, what does an ideal morning look like? How much time do you need for that ideal morning? And what habits can you stack around activities that you're already doing? If you ask those, yourself those three questions, I promise you, you will create a morning routine which will be helpful for you. You'll create a morning routine which will be opening and setting the tone for the whole day. I promise you. Remember what I said the best quote you want to change your life you have to start changing your mornings that is setting the tone for the rest of your life. Just do it. Do it for 66 days. Come back to me. Reach out to me if if you heard this and it resonated with you and you're going to start it. Put it on Instagram. Show me. Do show me a list of your morning routine and show and and let me let me share that with the world to inspire others. This is beautiful stuff that we're doing here, empowering each other. And I really hope that helped. I can't stress it enough. If, if I was on a talk show and someone said, what is, the, what is the one thing we need to do for our health? The number one thing, I would say me time. I've been saying this for years, me time. Always. And if it's not your morning, then do it at night if you don't have time in the morning, but me time. Because it's this me time that can absolutely change your life. I love you all. This is why I give you this information, okay? This is why I want to share it, right? It's helped me. I'm positive it's going to help you. I have such a good product review to do today. It's so important. It's going to be really good. And then we have the most amazing special guest. I say it every week. You know I do, but she's amazing. So let's get right to it. All right, everyone. Today, I'm going to review green tea. Green tea is one of my favorite drinks. I think it's one of the most nutritious drinks or foods on earth, but you got to select it right. You cannot be drinking the crap, and I'm going to tell you which ones I like and which ones I don't, in whatever fashion you appreciate. So... Green tea is very high in polyphenols. Polyphenols are super antioxidants. Uh, As I mentioned, one of the healthiest foods or drinks on earth. These antioxidants basically stabilize oxidants in the body. We're always being exposed and creating oxidants through metabolic processes, through breathing in pollution, from eating crappy food. You're creating oxidation in the body. The key is to have those neutralized by a high amount of antioxidants, which is beautiful. I love green tea because... Yeah, it has caffeine, but it also has um, L-theanine. L-theanine is a very relaxing constituent within green tea. It actually, as I mentioned, if you remember from this morning, talking about alpha waves, it helps create alpha waves in the body. One of the only constituents or nutrients... uh, or supplements that can help create alpha waves. You only really create those when you're waking up in the morning and in meditation, you fluctuate between alpha and um, theta waves. So really amazing stuff. That's why usually the caffeine and green tea doesn't get to people the way coffee does. So it's wonderful for metabolism. It's, it's, it's uh, The belief in the studies are showing that it helps increase metabolism in the body, certainly helps protect the brain, Alzheimer's, dementias, different things like that would be wonderful in um, the capacity for its antioxidant. Um action is wonderful at also reducing brain oxidation. So that's wonderful. I love it. Um most study for breast, colon, and prostate. And uh, uh that's why I always recommend it to my breast cancer patients. Always uh, maybe three. five cups a day, or even matcha tea, which is really going to be a stronger and higher in those uh, constituents. But really it's just having these folks drink green tea. We all should be, they're doing it right in Japan. Um, Helping reduce blood sugar. It's been found that folks who drink green tea live longer, reduce death from all causes, reduce heart disease, reduce stroke. Um, The issue is with tea, green tea, and almost all teas really, so you can even take this as a review of all teas, is that um, the tea leaves, um, the plants, are hyper accumulators, right? They suck up, kind of like rice, like rice sucks up arsenic. These uh, tea leaves suck up a lot of, uh, well, basically whatever it's uh, introduced to. So heavy metals, pesticides, food coloring, GMOs, fluoride, which I had a whole show on. They, They just suck it up. And then what happens is we put it in our, we steep it goes into our tea, and then we suck it up, right? So there was an investigation. So majority of tea that comes from China is going to be high in all of these things. All the teas found in this study were high. That there was run about a few years ago. It was 29 different pesticides that were exceeding federal limits. It's crazy. So there's really poor regulation in tea. Remember that. You cannot just go and buy tea at your local supermarket, and say, yep, well, I'm going to start drinking tea. You have to really do it carefully. The other issue is the tea bags. Tea bags have something called epichlorohydrin, and this is a carcinogen. You don't want it in the tea bags, right? And these are like the papery ones. The other ones that are more silky have nylon or propylene, polypropylene, and they're not really stable in hot water. So you really want to choose more, uh, like the loose-leaf teas. Uh, They're going to be a better option. So... Before I get into these teas, I want you to remember some rules on how to buy tea. Always choose organic. Always choose non-GMO if the label's there. But always choose, remember, the organic label is more powerful than the non-GMO one, okay? Turn down any tea you have in a restaurant or a cafe or a diner, right? They're going to be using the cheapest stuff, some of the stuff that I brought in for this review, okay? Remember, if it has natural flavors and it doesn't have any other labels, of standardization for quality you want to stay away from natural flavors that can be ambiguous right make sure you read the labels very carefully go for the loose leaf tea as I mentioned Always use filtered water. You don't want to use faucet water when you're drinking tea. Always use filtered water. And when you steep, remember to steep between one to three minutes. Any more than you are started to bring out all of those constituents that you don't want in your tea, especially if it's a poor quality one, but you really want some tea. So pay really close attention to these things. These are some rules on how to choose tea, how to buy tea, how to consume tea. But now let me go over some of my favorites and some of the worst out there. Okay. As always, I always like the bad news first, and then I like moving to the good news. So I'm gonna start off with one of the worst teas that are available, Celestial Tea, Celestial Tea. This is the matcha one that they have. They actually got a little bit better from the report that investigated them a few years ago. It has a non-GMO label, okay, great, that's wonderful. If you look in the back, it has some organic matcha. It has green tea, but organic matcha, okay. Um, No organic label, but organic matcha. Uh, But it was found to be one of the worst teas on the market. 91% 91 percent of them had pesticide levels exceeding federal limits it also has a natural flavoring have genetically modified uh, ingredients which now it doesn't so that's good but it did when the when the um, when the study was looking into them uh, it, it was found to have harmful packaging remember I said the uh, the tea bags and then, um, just just overall, not really a good tea. So, um, if you have celestial seasoning, if it's in your office, don't drink it. Get Buy your own. Get your get your get a high quality one. Okay, so celestial seasoning the this is it, not the season for celestial. Keep it away. Keep it away from your family. Uh, um, Lipton. Lipton is the other one. Lipton was found to have high levels of pesticides in this investigation. High, uh, genetically modified ingredients, um, and harmful packaging. So Lipton is not as bad as Celestial, but still really crappy. The one I have here is the Magnificent Matcha Tea. Um, No organic label, no non-GMO label, really not much of anything. And the ingredients don't have natural flavors, but it's just green tea and matcha. Remember, they suck up everything that's around it. Fluoride, pesticides, herbicides, heavy metals. So no reason to just be drinking Lipton tea if you can be doing better. So no, Lipton, no, 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 no. Bigelow tea, it's a little bit better, certainly not good. Um, no standardization labels, no anything. What we do see though, is that the ingredients, this is the matcha tea. It has some turmeric, right? Turmeric, if you remember our show with Chief Spice Mamas, she spoke about turmeric and the standardization and the poor quality turmeric out there being abundant and heavy metals. So um, really important to understand that with with this uh, with this tea and, and specifically what we see is we have other ingredients right it has green tea dandelion root chamomile nettle turmeric fennel matcha cracked pepper natural cayenne pepper flavor I don't know what that is and other natural flavors remember I had the whole thing on natural flavors um, being very ambiguous can be derived from crude oil usually. So unless it's organic, I really don't care for this. Um, All of these, even if there's herbs like dandelion roots or fennel, you still want that organic, right? You want to know where it's being sourced. I don't like Bigelow tea. It's still in the group of Celestial and Lipton of poor quality, all right? So let's get to the good one. Mind you, I talk about this, but I have no affiliate with them. Um, but I, this is the one I have at home. It's Peak Matcha Sticks. They are not in those bags. Remember I said the plastic or the silky, or the paper or the silky bags, they still have these chemicals. The Peak Matcha Tea. they come in and I will show you. Um, Oh, actually, I ran out of them. So they come in these little packets, these little um, sticks. You open it up, you can put it in hot water, you can put it in cold water, regardless. This is ceremonial-grade matcha. If you see, it has the USDA organic label, already beautiful, wonderful stuff. And then if you look closer into it, you will see that this company does really good work. Why? It is quadruple toxin screen for pesticides, heavy metals, toxic mold, and radioactive isotopes. Meaning that this is one of the most purest, cleanest, high-grade quality matcha green teas out there. Ultimate purity, safe for drinking, wonderful stuff. This is how companies should be doing it. I understand that Encha Tea is another option, like Peak Tea is another, well, competitor of theirs, but a really high quality one too. So remember those, uh, how to buy green tea, those little checklists that I mentioned. Uh, other companies that are pretty good are Numi, Traditional Medicinals and Yogi, although Traditional Medicinal's is a little bit better than Yogi, Eden Organic Stash. Um, so yeah, very easy. Now we know how to look for tea, get on the green tea um, train if you haven't. Green tea is wonderful. It's so clean. It's so powerful for our health. Just make sure you get a high quality one. Okay. So um, yeah, I really hope that helped. And if there's any questions, of course, always reach out to me. It's all love. We're going to get healthier. We are healthy already. Just say it, declare it to the universe. Beautiful, beautiful product review. Today's special guest is a very special one. She's a friend of mine, personal friend of mine. I've known her for quite a while already. Uh, Melissa Hansen is a plant-based health and wellness coach. She's changing the game. You go check out her Instagram and see how many people's lives she's changing. She has this Facebook group, which is incredible, and it's changing people's lives. We're going to go into it, but she's going to teach us so much right now how to get healthier because if you look at her, she looks hella healthy anyway. <laughs> so welcome to the show, Melissa. Thank
1: you. Wow. I be, I so appreciate that beautiful introduction. Yeah.
0: right. You see, you see, like you just got to let it flow. You don't even think about Inter- you just think about what is special about the person and just let it out. I love it. So you um, are changing lives. And this is the type of people I bring in the show. People who are changing people's lives. How are you changing people's lives?
1: One carrot at a time. Yeah, <laughs> one
0: carrot at a time. So, so you are implying that you are plant-based. Mm-hmm. You love plant-based. I love it. You live the life. I do. It's literally every single thing about you is that. Is that.
1: 24-7. Okay.
0: So when did you become plant-based?
1: Okay, great question. So it's not an overnight process, and I try to emphasize that to people. Don't get down on yourself if you don't make this 100% overnight. Mm -hmm. It's baby steps. So for my husband and I, it was about eight years ago. We saw some documentaries. You can't unsee those things. Oh, yeah. And for us, it was a no-brainer. Mm. and slowly but surely, we went in that direction. My skin got brighter, my midsection got smaller, my energy went through the roof, and I couldn't help but share it. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful for the platform of Instagram, Mm -hmm. because that's been the best way to help so many people make the transformation.
0: Yeah, yeah, so that's wonderful. I mean, you've always been fit. So you mean to tell me you got more fit? Is that I just got what tighter.
1: Like there is a layer of inflammation on everyone, right? Mm-hmm. But when you cut out the processed foods and you cut out the animal products, you'll feel your clothes fit you a little bit looser. Everything just feels a little tighter and a little better. Mm-hmm. And that achiness in the knees goes away. The brain fog lifts. There's just so many wonderful side effects.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that, and I can attest to that because I, I've so many of my patients. It, it's just a matter of just in. Inco- the diet the standard american diet is so horrible for health and there is people to me we live in this bubble Mm -hmm. and we just think that everyone at least eats a ton of vegetables but um it's not true uh and there's even people my age uh younger who Mm -hmm. you would think you know now with more consciousness the importance we know about health it's still not true always so but that Those first, like, six weeks are the most incredible, right? Mm -hmm. With that transition. Is that what you see with your people? Absolutely. Yeah. So
1: what I do is I say, look, anyone can do anything for 40 days, right? Get the idea of keto out of your head. Get paleo out of your head. Take vegan out of your head. Just concentrate on setting aside a time to take a vacation from processed foods, okay? Mm -hmm. Let's just try our best to do this for 40 days, Mm plant-based. See what happens. Mm -hmm. It changes their life. Like, they don't realize how good they can feel until that. And then they're just on top of them. Like there, there's no words.
0: Yeah, the body's incredible because it is so powerful at adapting, mm-hmm. right? We forget what it was like to feel good mm-hmm. because our body is so incredible at adapting, right? So we have this knee pain. Oh yeah, we have this pain, but our body has created adaptability. So we go, oh, you know, it's, it's painful, but it's not as bad as it was in the beginning because right. we got used to it. Um, so it's really palpable, that change for people's how they feel. Um, so what are some of the things that uh, you, can, you hear from people? What is common that when, they, when they make a transition?
1: OK, first and foremost, they say, I don't want to go vegan. I'm like, I'm not telling you to go vegan. Let's just cut out the junk, add in the good. Well, I'm afraid I'll be hungry. You won't be hungry. Mm -hmm. You can eat as much as you want. This is about abundance. Mm -hmm. This is not about deprivation. Mm -hmm. Well, it's boring. Trust me, my friend. It is so not boring. There's Pinterest. There's hashtag Justin's Lunch. There's so many plant-based options out there that taste so darn good. There's so many restaurants that are offering more plant-based options. So there's so much variety, so much more variety than people ever could imagine. And then when they start getting into it, they're like, whoa, this actually is good and I'm not hungry. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all those fears go away.
0: Yeah, I think the most important thing to understand is that we are now incorporating more fiber into our diet, Mm -hmm. right? It's satiating us more. rather than having some trans fats or processed fats or processed oils that's that are co- that's filling us up, we're now having really, really, really important nutrients like fiber that we find in abundance in plant food, which can totally change the, the climate of how your digestive system works, right? Exactly. You know, I love talking about the gut microbiome. It's
1: everything, gut health is everything.
0: Yeah, yeah, so we, we learn in naturopathic school, like in the first week, that when you're in doubt with anything with a patient mm-hmm. you just treat the gut you just treat the gut and 9 times out of 10 they're going to be getting better mm-hmm. but that that's something we see a lot of in 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 the clinic right a lot of people present with gut issues right IBS you know they'll have constipation diarrhea bloating burping um, do, do you find that folks like this who are transitioning or working with you, are they are their digestive systems improving?
1: Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And what I try to explain to them is fruit is not the enemy. Mm-hmm. Do, take the idea of demonized sugar out of your head because fruit is so cleansing vegetables are so healing and when you have these things your gut microbiome starts to balance out for the first time and sometimes ever yeah so they just feel like a new person
0: yeah yeah and that's and that's what it is this is what i say like all those processed foods all those snacks a little bit at a time a little bit at a time it's like causing damage causing damage eating away Mm -hmm. disrupting our microbiome it's um man i saw there's there's this there's a science page that showed what they call um, an electron microscope. An electron microscope will show some really tiny pictures in detail. Like mm-hmm. you can see an ant's full face on these Whoa. microscopes. Yeah, it's a, they're, they're the most amazing photos. But they had a picture of the microbiome and it was literally like a bunch of little tiny buggers just f- hanging around the intestine, like millions and millions. And to think that just to see that and understanding that that is the community that is influenced by every bite we take. Mm-hmm. It, you, you, just, you just create even more of a relationship. I would actually submit to everyone to look at electron microscope pictures of uh, the microbiome, and it's beautiful. So uh, yeah, back to that, like so when we're giving our body the, that food, right, that fiber, all those buggers that you see in that picture, they're, they're dancing and having mm-hmm. a party, and that's the most beautiful thing because that, that can help resolve so many digestive issues Mm -hmm. so what about weight loss there's a lot of people who are listening and and watching who have issues stubborn issues with Mm -hmm. weight loss you know that's that's the big thing you know I can't just lose that last 10 pounds or every time I lose 10 pounds I gain it right back you you see some of that stuff too
1: that is the biggest reason why people come to me because they can't seem to lose weight and I say first and foremost change your mindset if you say I can't lose weight you're not going to
0: that's a first step.
1: That's everything. Change your mindset and stop looking at the scale as your success. Your new scale of success is how your clothes fit, how you feel, how's your energy level, how are you sleeping at night? Mm-hmm. Look at that, and then as you continue to eat the plant-based foods, without even thinking about it, the weight just starts to release, mm-hmm. and it just goes away. Mm-hmm. In fact, don't think of it as losing weight think of it as letting go of weight or releasing weight. Yeah. So the mind has a lot to do with it.
0: It does. And and I've I actually been reading a lot about the mindset when it comes to weight loss um, and learning a little bit more about that. I think it's incredible because you can do all of these things, but the mind-body connection is so powerful mm-hmm. that that can hold you back. So do you walk folks through the mindset stuff too?
1: Yeah, I direct them to certain podcasts such as oh, yeah. Joe Dispenza, oh, of phew. course and he's
0: coming on the show soon you no know way yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah. We're, we're, so we're trying to set it up we that's have gonna be huge i know yeah he's he's my guy like i've been Amazing. a fan of his for 10 years already you know
1: yeah he's he the information he shares is life-changing
0: yeah yeah mm. so anyway you, you'll direct them to joe dispenza i'll direct
1: them to that um there's so many different podcasts that can help educate us. Like you don't have to go to an expensive seminar. You can go on YouTube. Mm-hmm. This information is priceless and it's there at our fingertips. So yeah. I'll give them that and then I will give them a plan. I will give them a 40 days a 40 day plant-based plan and when they stick to it, like I said, they come for weight loss, right? Mm-hmm. But what ends up happening is their hormones start balancing out. They write in the Facebook support group, I no longer have hot flashes. Mm-hmm. My acid reflux is gone. Mm-hmm. My IBS is not bothering me. My skin is clearing up. <laughs> my, my arthritis in my fingers, my yeah. fingers don't hurt. That's so right. they have all these wonderful side effects that they didn't even plan on. And then, oh yeah, and I dropped 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh oh yeah, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> like that's a side that. point.
0: Yeah, and I I can attest to that because I've been on that Facebook gro- group and I've scrolled and I've read. Mm-hmm. You know, Sonia put me on it. She's and I was like, "Whoa, these people are doing well." So, I, uh, you know, all the power to you for doing that. So, a little bit about you. So, you've been, you've been fit, you've been doing fitness for a while, right? Mm-hmm. You love that fitness aspect. I
1: love that world.
0: The world, right? Mm-hmm. The movement. So, um, is it been, has it been a passion of yours?
1: Yeah, it really always has. Right out of high school, I went to school for massage therapy, yeah. and I've always been into stretching and beach workouts mm-hmm. and health and wellness retreats and cooking classes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's a healthy place. It's yeah. A ha- it's a happy, healthy place. It's a happy, healthy place.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so how, how do you get some people to look? The nutrition aspect is a huge part of the mm-hmm. pie. It's a most of the part of the pie, but how do we also get those people to start creating a new routine for mm-hmm. themselves? Working
1: Routine out? is good. So, routine, so let's talk yeah. about this. This is all about daily rituals baby Mm -hmm. steps. Mm -hmm. If we always do what we always did, we'll always get what we always had, right? We Mm -hmm. all know that saying, but it's true. We can't do the same exact thing every single day and expect for change. We have to decide, okay, tomorrow I'm going to have lemon water first thing. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to take four minutes out of my day and I'm going to stretch. Do that for one week. The next week we'll add new things to it. It's all about baby steps, but you have to start with hydrating, movement, and stocking your refrigerator with real food.
0: Yeah, real food. Mm-hmm. Real food. So what does real food look like? Then? Real
1: food is living food. Yeah. If it doesn't have an expiration date, it's already dead. Yeah. Let everything has energy. If you eat living food, you feel alive. If you eat dead food, you don't feel so good. Yeah. So, you know, just eating Living food in abundance. Make sure it has a variety of color. Stock your fridge, get rid of the junk, put the good stuff in there so that there's not even temptation for the bad stuff.
0: You know what we should do? We should do a challenge where people restock their fridge of living food and take a picture. I love it. And tag us. Yes. Right? And like that that'll be a nice movement because mm-hmm. I love looking at fridges with like rainbows of colors, mm-hmm. alive, you know, I'll see beet stalks hanging out here, celery love stalks it. hanging out here.
1: you're waiting for the lion to roar. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. It's, it's beautiful to see because I know what it does. Mm -hmm. I know what that stuff does. So whether you're juicing it, smoothing it, cooking it, raw, raw food, whatever is just get it in, which is incredible. I've personally been a fan lately of beets, Mm -hmm. right? Like grounding foods, like beets and potatoes, sweet potatoes, like that, that type of stuff has been really, you got to listen to your body too, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. So, um, So, uh, uh,
1: And also look at what the healthiest people eat, the oldest living, the oldest people in the world, the strongest mm -hmm. people in the world, that's what they're eating. Yeah. And if you talk to the athletes, like Rich Roll, all the biggest athletes, they're saying beats, the nitric oxide in that.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, so the study is like uh, about an hour to an hour to an hour and a half before a workout, it'll increase your blood flow, it'll open up, with nitrous oxide, Mm -hmm. open up those blood vessels for athletic performance, which is incredible. Um, We were just talking about athleticism and having more plant-based foods, and that Game Changers movies is, is coming out. By the time it, this publishes, then it'll be out already, mm-hmm. but you all need to watch it. It's pretty incredible. Um, so do you find that since you've been incorporating these type of foods, you athletically, Right? Because you're moving all Mm -hmm. the time. Has it helped you? Have you noticed a difference?
1: Speaking of game changers, it has been a major game changer for me. There was a time I did massage therapy for like 20 years. I'm actually 40, by the way.
0: Oh, yeah. Who knew? I didn't even know that.
1: A lot of people are surprised by that because I don't look or act my age, but I don't feel my age. Mm-hmm. I truly, and I promise you, I feel better now at 40 than I did when I was 27.
0: Now that's crazy. Cause I promise. Wow. <laughs> that's I believe that. So so what what are some secrets then?
1: Okay, so for years and years, I would have to take a nap between three and four. Out cold, could like... A coma nap, right? Yeah. And now that I'm plant-based, I have so much energy. So that's you said. What were some of the changes? That's one of the biggest ones. Energy through the roof. Mm-hmm. I do try my best to get eight hours of sleep a night, mm-hmm. but if I don't, I still wake up the next morning at 7 a.m. Broad-eyed and bushy-tailed. Mm. But that's because I'm eating living food, food with energy.
0: Yeah, that's 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 so true, and that's so powerful. Actually, mm-hmm. I I I can attest to that. <laughs> uh, so so you were just napping. And now you're not napping. <laughs> Did you notice that was a quick, that was one of the first things? What yeah. were the, some of the first things when you incorporated, you noticed?
1: Okay, so skin started clearing up. That okay. was huge because like a lot of girls out there, I went on the pill to help clear up my skin. That didn't work. Went on all the evil drugs, including Accutane. Mm,
0: oh, so you took Accutane, yeah. Huh? Okay. Yeah, that's
1: not good for you. Speaking no. about gut health, that's really bad for your gut health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I can say is, eating plant-based, cleared up my skin. Yeah. And it keeps it glowing. And when we go somewhere and I'm like, ooh, I hope there wasn't dairy in that. Oh, I will know because I will have a breakout the next day. Yeah. Dairy is the devil. And I know nobody wants to hear that, but dairy causes inflammation. It causes breakouts in the skin. Oh, it skin. does. So I definitely stay far away from dairy and clear skin. So yeah,
0: yeah. You'll be happy to hear this. I'm going to meet with the Los Angeles Clippers
1: mm-hmm.
0: and telling them about getting off dairy
1: Ooh, good. Yeah, because
0: it's, it's so antiquated to think that we need dairy athletically mm-hmm. or just at all. Uh, but people don't even understand like the studies and the way they design these studies. So basically the, the dairy industry is so brilliant that when they put up a study and say, we need to have more dairy because it is healthy and nutrition rich. Well, they compare it. The controls they can compare it to are crap, Mm. right? You can't, you can't uh, advertise and emphasize crap when your control or what you compare it to is just a little bit crappier,
1: right? You see what I'm saying? (laughs)
0: Like, have you, if you put it against like a nutrient rich diet, it's going to fail every single time. Mm-hmm. This is something that the dietitians don't realize. This is something that the nutrition industry doesn't realize. Mm-hmm. But that is, these are the, this in, or physicians in general, this is the data that comes out, and we just don't understand how it's designed. What we do know is that, oh man, I had this whole dairy, don't get me started on dairy. I know. I, I, I might just make this show no, about dairy. a hot dairy. topic. Yeah. And well, people
1: like, not my cheese. Yeah. Take my eyes, but not yeah, my yeah, cheese. Yeah, they the will Jesus not t- t- part.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it, it, the thing is, th- dairy has the it has an amazing ability and and you have a cow and you have a baby cow and then you have the bond between the mom and the the cow Mm -hmm. right the baby cow and it's because it has these opioid receptors in its brain that when dairy is flooding their body those receptors are having the bond and the connection and feel good right Mm -hmm. and and then we have cheese which is basically about 10 pounds of milk to make one pound of cheese it's concentrated 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 milk you're getting a flush of those, of those uh, constituents that are activating those receptors in your brain. So yes, you can be addicted to cheese. There's a mechanism the of why we're real. addicted to cheese, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I find that women are more addicted than men to cheese. It's so hard to part women with cheese, like these patients. They're like, okay, but maybe can I have a little bit? I'm like, but are there good cheese options out there now?
1: Well, there's cheese substitutes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, D- yeah. Cheese
0: substitutes. That's what I meant.
1: Oh yeah. And you're so great about teaching people to look at the ingredients. Yeah. The less ingredients, the better. If it has 5,000 sure. ingredients, mm-hmm. maybe avoid it. Yeah. <laughs> and if you can make your own cheese, like your cheesy sauce, the one I make on my Instagram all the time, that's brilliant because yeah. there's no oil. Oh, yeah. Obviously there's no hormones. It's mm-hmm. not based. There's, mm-hmm. Nothing bad in there, it's just all good.
0: Yeah, yeah. We went it's to, the
1: cheese that loves you back.
0: Oh, I love cheese that loves me back. <laughs> we went to this um Italian place called Pura Vida Ooh. in uh in it's in um West Hollywood and it's all Italian food, but but they use cheese. Mm. And I'm like, this is delicious. Like I don't know how they made this pasta creamy, but it's delicious. We're
1: gonna find out. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, they should sponsor this show actually now that <laughs> I think about it. But I love I love that. I love that you're bringing to light how to make transition. Like you've be, you've made a name for yourself making transitions for people. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need more of because the problem with plant-based diet is if people fail them, because they don't know how. Right. They don't know how to design things. They
1: don't know where to start.
0: They don't know where to start. And then they go blindly, and mm-hmm. they go, it didn't work for me.
1: Right. So And they eat processed food, and yeah. they think that's plant-based. That's not plant-based.
0: Oh, yeah. And you that's another eat vegan topic, You can vegan junk yeah.
1: and still be sick.
0: Sure. And there's a lot of these companies. Like, even these burgers, Impossible Burger, mm-hmm. Beyond Burger, like, okay, once in a while when you go out, but... Really, that's just processed vegan food. But people take these foods, they go to the freezer aisle and start calling it vegan food, Mm -hmm. which is why I I use plant-based vegan because I know what the heck is the basis, base of your diet. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, are you finding that now more people are transitioning easier or wanting to? Is there more interest?
1: It's really good news. It's trending and it helps the game changers and Forks Over Knives, Food Matters, What Mm -hmm. the Health, all of these wonderful documentaries. It's educating people Mm-hmm. And they're like, "hmm, maybe there's something to this." yeah and they're peeking over the corner and they're taking those baby steps and then restaurants are like, "Whoa, this is the way it's going. We better start getting some plant-based options in here. So yeah, everywhere really, I, you, awesome. you
0: can at least you can even go to a steakhouse and have something that is not steak mm-hmm. nowadays. But here in LA we're blessed to have pure dedicated plant-based restaurants, but I love it because it's leaking into athletics, right? Mm-hmm. Some of my favorite basketball players when I was younger or now, they are incorporating plant-based diets. Did you know that, like, this is the crazy you'll see in the Game Changers, like almost half of the defense of the Tennessee Titans mm-hmm. who, who went to the playoffs the first time in, like, 14 years and who won their first game last week, like, by a lot, is, is plant-based.
1: I did not know that. You know, you, incredible. Yeah,
0: you have their chef, one of the linebacker's chefs, uh, the wife, She just started making it for him. Mm -hmm. He was getting ridiculed by his teammates, like, what are you eating, rabbit food, you know? (laughs) of course, Because, you know, it's a very different, uh, the belief system is that we need protein and protein and protein and more protein, especially in football, right? Mm -hmm. We gotta beef these guys up with animal flesh. But the thing is, is that what he was doing, he started playing better, recovering. Recovery is a major thing. He started recovering better, Next thing, all of a sudden, his teammate goes, what's going on here? So his wife started making him food. And then she created just this program where she's delivering food to these players, starters on the defense, and they're playing so well. And it's recovery.
1: You know what I love about that? It wasn't forced on them. No. You can't bully somebody into being healthy, but you can lead by example. So they watched him. They saw it. And they got intrigued. So yeah. that's amazing. I love that.
0: Yeah. And then so after Sundays on games, they'll all go to her house Aww. and they'll have like a huge feast of vegan plant-based food. And they're just, they're they're satiated, they're healthy, they're recovering well. Mm-hmm. I think that's that everyone needs to know that when it comes to recovery, we need to shift this paradigm of believing that we just need this, right? We just need to drink milk for recovery.
1: Ugh, So gross.
0: Yeah. It's just gross in general, but yeah. And then understanding that we can get like these nutrient rich plant based foods that are, they know what to do. And that's the big difference. Um, so I, I I love that people are losing weight Mm -hmm. with you. I love that you're transitioning them. Um, what, what, so Uh, how uh, there's going to be people listening and going, okay, well, how do I find her? First of all.
1: Yeah. So first and foremost, find me through my Instagram. That's the best platform Mm -hmm. that I use. Melissa underscore Hanson with an O N (laughs) Mm -hmm. and just direct message me. I'd be so happy to get you on a weight loss transformation, athlete transformation, and help you make that transition. It's not painful. Mm -hmm. It's not boring. No, it's it's not boring. It's not expensive. Plant based foods are not expensive. You'll save money. And when you make food from scratch you know what's going into it and you're saving money and yeah. you're doing your body good
0: yeah and there's 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 something powerful behind making your own food or or just being behind what is on your plate because it's a different energy mm-hmm. it's a different energy when you you're giving love to what look is energy it's right? it's real yeah there's so, no denying it yeah you can just with intention being like i'm giving myself nutritious food mm-hmm. you know it, i don't tell many people this but i before i eat i'll do like a little affirmation like a quick meditation like I am consuming nutritious food. Mm -hmm. I'm blessed to have this food. It's high vibrational, live food, enzymes, minerals, nutrients, phytonutrients, and I'll eat it. Mm -hmm. And I swear to God, it could be, it could just be, you know, weak old spinach, (laughs) but I'm telling you, there's something, we have to pay close attention to what our relationship is with food. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so, um, resistance can be a major issue, Mm -hmm. but understanding that, like you said, it's, it's not super expensive. Mm -mm right it's you know what's hard. expensive
1: is being sick
0: oh man that's the quote of the that's the quote of the podcast right there <laughs> it is it is it sure is especially like what chronic is disease
1: 100 percent. and what is more important to invest in your health mm-hmm. i mean what's more important than that who yeah. cares about the houses and the cars if you don't have your health what you do you got have nothing. like let's take preventative measures right now take care of our body let's not wait until it's in a, a state of emergency yeah and feel good
0: yeah and we have to change that so we need to be more assertive in our lives because we're all guilty of it like you know we have bad posture don't work out and we don't we just start doing something when pain arises exactly right and and that's the whole physical body but there's so much more like we don't do something till we're about to get a divorce Mm
1: -hmm. you know (laughs) we don't
0: do something till we're about to lose our job right but let's be more proactive right and and I, I spoke about habit forming, like how to, how to create your habits earlier on the show and let's start intervening. And let's, you, you, I talked about this thing called habit stacking where you have like these pillars of what you do normally without rituals and then how to put your rituals around them, stack them around each thing. So you can do that with your food too, right? Mm-hmm. Like you need to eat dinner. So how can you stack some habits? Like today I'm gonna get, for dinner I'm gonna get greens and red. Right, some like red peppers or just green greens. Mm -hmm. And then for lunch, stack some other colors around your, your meal. So then, you know, you got all the colors of the rainbow all of a sudden, you know,
1: exactly. Um, you're eating your medicine and
0: you're eating your medicine. So, uh, I love, I love what you're doing and, and you have a program, you have a Facebook group, support. support,
1: Oh, the support is everything too.
0: Community based. There
1: are people that say they live in a middle America and they're in a food desert. They're like, you don't understand. There's mm-hmm. nothing healthy where I live mm-hmm. and nobody cares about their health. Mm-hmm. When they can go into that Facebook support group mm-hmm. and they feel like they have a community of people who care yeah. about getting well mm-hmm. and they feel like they're having their hand held, it mm-hmm. makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. And people have said that, like, I don't know if I could do this without the community support. So yeah, it's true. We're, that- we're,
0: we're social beings, right? Mm-hmm. We yearn community. Mm-hmm. Why, why do you think that the centenarians, which are like, the oldest living groups of people throughout the world they live long because yes they eat mostly plant-based diets some are pure vegan some are even pescatarian but um the other thing is community they they have different they they actually have terms for community in each of these and like what they'll do is they'll they'll know their neighbor they'll create they'll have sunday dinners with everyone that community and friendship that's really important so I think the most brilliant thing, aside from what you're doing, is having that Facebook group. You know, like I, when I saw it, there was people talking to each other. Mm-hmm. They're showing pictures, talking about this. like. That's inspiring for other people to be like, oh, they're going through what I'm going through too. Yeah. Like, let me, let everyone wants company. And
1: you know what? It's not, we have from competing, can't talk, bikini competitors to people who need to lose well over a hundred pounds. So it's broad spectrum, but mm-hmm. they all have the same goal and that's to feel better.
0: Yeah, yeah. So everyone listening, it doesn't matter where you're at. Exactly. You can make that transition and you could do it well and you could do it cheap mm-hmm. and you can execute it like to the T, it, mm-hmm. it's just you know, what happened 30 days, 40 days,
1: 40 days, 40 days, you can win your health back,
0: yeah, and get days. onto the right road, yeah, to health. You do the 40 days, you add in another, you know, 26, 66 days, you got to have it for the rest of your life, you know, that's beautiful. I love that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about, or anything that else needs to come up for you, some projects you're doing, anything?
1: Mm. That's a good question. Well, we need a book. Well, you
0: need a book first of all.
1: I don't have a book in the world. You need,
0: yeah. You need one. You think so? People, how? There's no book out there that properly holds people's hands how to transition.
1: Mm-hmm. The
0: transition book, and you need to write that. Oh,
1: I like that.
0: The transition book. You okay. have to.
1: I'm gonna work on that.
0: I'm I, You already I, manifested I've it already, for me. <laughs> yeah, I've mani- yeah. So please, I'll write the foreword.
1: <laughs> I love. Yes, please. Okay. Okay. So we all, we all heard that. Okay. Yeah, we
0: all heard that. All <laughs> right. It's now it's documented. So you forever. know, what? honestly,
1: right now, all my time and energy. It was going into health retreats, mm-hmm. and I loved that. Love it. Mind, body, everything about that was wonderful, but I could only help maybe 30 people at a time. Mm-hmm. This way, I'm able to help the masses. So my energy is going into the support group of my Facebook support group and getting people onto this program. So if you have any questions whatsoever, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. I always answer them. That's they good. flood in, but it's my passion to help people. So. That's good.
0: So, so All right, so before we end this, what are three things that people need to do to properly transition. Can you think of three hydrate, things?
1: Hydrate first and foremost.
0: Hydrate. Why?
1: People are they're surviving on coffee.
0: Oh god, I know. They're
1: still drinking diet soda, mm-hmm. which hurts my brain.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know why.
1: <laughs> so hydrate first and foremost. Um, number 2, move.
0: Oh yeah. You've got to move. One. Yeah. You
1: can't sit in a chair all day long and then on your couch all day long and then in your bed all night long and expect to feel good. You have to move. Yeah,
0: we are not evolutionarily made not to move.
1: We hurt more when we don't move. It's
0: so true. You know, that is so true. I've 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 really gone into my exercise routine. I'm not sitting, you know, at a desk much anymore. Good. And I'm not tight. I'm really not tight, mm-hmm. as, as I was. And I love that you said move. Um Movement is so key. All right, sorry. Sorry and to show you away. It way.
1: changes your mindset as well. It does. So it kind of goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. People who are depressed, are they're mm-hmm. not moving as much. Their yeah. breathing is more shallow. Yeah. Their body language is mm-hmm. closed up. So movement has everything to do with emotion as well. Mm-hmm. So of course, so I'm going to say movement and mindset, two of the same. And then, of course, stocking your entire re- refrigerator pantry with real food. I'm not saying throw away the junk, just don't buy any more junk.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Let's go that way, okay? Yeah. So we're not looking to waste, but don't buy any more junk, just buy real food.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's Because food beautiful. is medicine. It sure is. Yeah, I tell people, when I go food shopping, I, I look at every color and I say, I, when I'm like checking out, I go, do I have every color? Yellow, orange, red, green, blue, violet.
1: You eat the rainbow. Yeah,
0: you, Just so I know it's there. So then I have at least three days worth of yellows and greens you know just so when you stock your refrigerator you're set mm-hmm. you know and you know if if your if your food is rotting and you're throwing it away you know you're not eating enough or you're mm-hmm. not making enough you know nutritious meals so be hold yourself accountable get mm-hmm. get food to make you know and meal prep right
1: yeah okay so a couple things about meal prep if you feel like your food is wilty and rotting Don't worry, wash it, chop it, throw it in the freezer. Now you have it for smoothies, for soups, for stir fries. Okay, that's a good tip. And then what was the other thing that you just said?
0: while uh, well I talked about uh the important food prep you said. Yes, food yeah. So
1: for food prep, a great way to save time is make massive batches of whatever. Leftovers are life. Mm-hmm. We're all busy, right? Mm-hmm. But we can do the leftover
0: thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So make
1: a big dinner and now you have lunch for it the next day. Yeah. This is really not complicated, but you're gonna get these little gems on my Instagram. Yeah, when I work, share you guys work right together, t- you do. Bits.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful. So thank you so much. I I think there's so much value in what you're doing. There is value what you I don't think it because I know that I've seen people go into a plant-based diet and fail mm-hmm. and fail and fail because they just, they couldn't do it. Right. They go, I know had no direction. Mm-hmm. And I always said to myself, there needs to be like one resource out there where people go, everyone is flooding it. So they go, this is how I do it. You have, you create the habit and it's a wrap. You're the rest of your life. You're at least getting vegetables mm-hmm. and you know what you need to do for you and your family. So I commend the work that you're doing. Thank you so much for coming. Um, do you have a website?
1: Kitchen.com.
0: Oh, I love that. Hansonskitchen.com. Thank you, Melissa.
1: Thank you so much, Christian. I appreciate it.
0: All right, man. Didn't I tell you she was going to be a wonderful guest? I knew it because I know how magical she is. I hope you all learned something. We know that sometimes it's hard to transition your diet, but now we have resources out there to teach us to hold our hands, right? And we can always do better with our diet. We can, And we ain't never going to be perfect, but we can always do better. Start bringing in that clean food. Start having food in your refrigerator that's live, that's abundant in minerals and nutrients and antioxidants, okay? So I'm so happy you all came here. I'm so happy that you tune in, that you're rating, reviewing, subscribing, supporting your favorite podcast because it's my favorite one. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you next week. Much love. Have a wonderful week.